Welcome back, my beautiful, amazing people. Welcome back to God's Work Within Me. I'm your host, Brittany Bawachi, and we're here with episode number two. Woo! I'm so excited to keep the ball rolling with this podcast. Um, if y'all know me in real life, y'all know I'm shy. Um, only talk to my friends and family. And I only only speak when I'm spoken to. So for me to have for me to have a podcast is nothing but the Lord's work. <laughs> I promise you. Because even though you can't see my face and you can only hear my voice, it's still a big challenge for me. But nevertheless, I trust the Lord. And I want to help people. And so what better platform to do that than through a podcast? So yeah, so I'm here, I'm here, and we're going to keep the ball rolling as long as God allows. So, I hope y'all checked out episode number one. Man, God rolled all in through that episode, and I know it blessed me, so I just pray that it blesses y'all. And if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Um, So this week's episode is a touchy touchy subject for me um when god gave me this topic to talk about oh i went back and forth with him i was like lord i cannot i cannot i cannot this is too much and then i didn't understand or know the magnitude of how sensitive it was for me until i had to talk about it amongst myself crazy and i was talking about it in my head to myself i was like wow lord this is this is this hurts me (laughs) but nevertheless i believe in the lord and if this leads to my breakthrough i know it will lead to others breakthrough because my go through is not for my own betterment but it's for others betterment too so yeah so i don't know if y'all can tell by the title but it says find beauty in what find beauty in who and if you don't know that means insecurity. We're going to be talking about insecurity. How to find beauty in yourself and in things around you and even your situation. Because how many of y'all know your situation can cause insecurity also? So, yeah, we're going to roll. go ahead and go into the episode. So... You may ask, Brittany, what does insecurity even mean? So I got a definition for you. So according to Oxford Language Dictionary, uh, insecurity means uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence, or two, the state of being open to danger or threat, lack of protection. Hmm. So, what do you resonate more with? Definition number one or number two? Because to me, they go together. Because when you're insecure and your insecurity takes over what God has for you and it takes over the steps that he has ordered in front of you, you're open to danger or threat 
because if you're in Christ you know to be in his will is security and to be out of his will is dangerous so your insecurity can draw you out of his will so fast it's mind it's mind blowing honestly it is mind blowing and then we're supposed to inhabit his fruits to truly walk like Christ and truly being God we have to inhabit his fruits and insecurity is not a fruit of the spirit y'all it is not a fruit of the spirit so I'm gonna go ahead and put y'all on to the fruits of the spirit so according to Galatians uh, 5 uh, verses 22 through 23 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against against such there is no law so again the fruits of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance so how can anxiety and peace coexist at the same time it cannot because we cannot be double-minded one is going to rule over the other every single time one is going to rule over the other and which one would you rather rule over your life the anxieties of not being good enough or the peace knowing that you're walking with God and he finds you worthy enough so why can't you find yourself the same see I'm not just badgering y'all or just trying to convict y'all because I also suffer with insecurity that's why it's such a touchy subject for me because I know it's hard it is so hard to to get out of the the space in the mind that I'm not doing enough um I'm not good enough I failed at this before so I failed again I failed at this and it was so easy for the other and I just know I'm just not good or you know you're supposed to be a leader but you're so insecure about that position because you've seen others do it better that you was you'd be like I'm not good enough to do that like them or so-and-so did it better so I just know I can't do it or I'm too quiet I can't do it I'm too shy I can't do it that's insecurity that is insecurity but that's not a fruit of the spirit so my prayer for you is to pray to God and really seek the peace the faith the meekness and the joy from him to get over that insecurity and it's, it's progress 
I mean, God is all faithful and all big. He can make things change within snap of a finger, but progression is where true change that sticks. That's when it happens. That's when it happens. I'm telling y'all. I am telling y'all. And don't think you're the only one who has suffered from insecurity. Like there's people in the Bible, one some of the biggest names in the Bible suffered with insecurity. Like Moses. Um Noah. Ruth. It's so many people in the Bible that just were afraid. Because insecurity stems from fear. It is a seed. Fear is a seed. It's not a seed from God, but it's a seed from the enemy. If they if the enemy couldn't plant fear into your life, it causes a chain reaction to dismantle everything that God has for you and it may seem small it may seem little but it starts to grow that's the whole point of seeds as they start to grow make roots and it starts to sprout up because you know with a tree you plant a seed right and then the roots start to grow that's the first thing that starts to grow and it's unnoticeable at first the roots growing because it's in the inside and then as they start to grow the tree starts to sprout up and it may be small at first but then it keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and then boom you have this big tree but your roots is what matters it it shows the health of the tree So what roots do you have from that seed of fear? And that's where God comes in to uproot those roots. Because he can uproot those roots and plant a new seed for you if you just let him. But we'd be so comfortable in our insecurity that we won't even let him uproot them. I'm fine where I'm at. I don't need. I don't need to change. I don't need, you know, to get out of that. Or I'm okay. My mom. My mindset. It's all right. I just. I just need to, to, to do this, and I'll be all right. I just need to cover it up a little bit. I just need to, to trim this tree real quick, or just cut down this branch. I'll be okay. No, he has to go to the source to the root the root is the source that seed is the source and so I have a few scriptures for y'all and then we're gonna get through this we're gonna get through this together so in Exodus 3 verse 11 it says and Moses said unto God who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt. Moses said, Who am I? He's asking God this. He it says, said unto God, he is asking God, Who am I that I 
should go unto Pharaoh. That I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt. Why do I have to do such a big task? That's what he asked God. Why are you choosing me? What is up with me that you have to choose me? And if you know the story of, you know, Moses taking, helping the children um, out of Israel uh, through God, you know, the parting of the Red Sea and stuff like that. You know, Moses, that was a major advancement for the kingdom of God. And so... And if you a little background, Moses. Moses had a speech problem. He had a, a public speaking problem, um, and that equates to an insecurity of his. And so God is literally taking this man out of his comfort zone and having him complete a a world altering task, which requires him to work to operate in his insecurity. Is literally requiring him to operate in his insecurity, which is like nerve wracking. I know at the time Moses was probably like, "Oh my God, I cannot do this. <laughs> I cannot do this. Why me? Why me? You could choose anybody. There's millions and billions of people in this earth, and why me? Why me? And God's basically like, why not you? Why not you? I planted the seed long in you, long before you were even born that you were going to do this. So why not you? Do you not find yourself worthy enough? So that takes us all the way back to Genesis 1 verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. That key word is so God created man in his own image. So God found us worthy enough to create us in his perfect image. Because God is perfect. And he just, he loves us so much. And just think so highly of us that he created us like him. We may not have the characteristics of God like we should, that we shouldn't have it. But we look like him. So, if we love God like we say we do, why can't we love ourselves? Why does the, in, the the seed of insecurity weigh so heavy on our lives that it takes, steals from us all that God has said to us? And we have a constant reminder because when I get in my episodes because um, insecurity is... Uh, a tormented thing for me it torments me like crazy but every time it starts to to get the best of me god has to remind me <clears throat> he created me to look like him 
to walk like his son. And that he finds me worthy. That's why he called me out. So why can I not believe the same? Is Does his word not stand true? Because he said in his word that his word will stand the test of time. All things may pass away, but his word will still live. So, just think about it. Just ponder on it. If I love God, and I know he loves me, can I not myself through his eyes so to keep going on the love train we're gonna look at 1 corinthians uh, 13 4 through 8 and it says love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast it is not arrogant or rude it does not insist on its own way it is not irritable or resentful It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It says love never ends. And love is patient and kind. And so, let me go down to Mark 12, 29 through 31 and check this out. And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. So you see, we must love the Lord our God. That's first commandment. With all thy soul, all thy mind, and all thy strength. And then you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. That is a second commandment. And this is coming from Jesus' mouth in Mark. And again, we go back to what love is in 1 Corinthians. And that's patient and kind. Doesn't envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. Not irritable or resentful. So... You're supposed to love your God. And he gave us the the background, the the list, the protocol we're supposed to follow on what love is. And then the second commandment, which is the two, he gave us two great commandments, is love your neighbor as you love yourself. But what if you don't love yourself? Hmm? What if you do not love yourself? You can't find the reason to love yourself. You can't find the energy to love yourself. You can't find the time to love yourself. You can't just just cooperate in your mind to love yourself. 
but one of the greatest commandments is to love your neighbors as you love yourself so if you don't love yourself you can't love your neighbor you will not be able to love your neighbor your neighbor properly you will not because you can't show yourself the same love and when you can't show yourself the same love the resentment the the envy the irritableness starts to to poke out it starts to come out and that's where you you see a lot of these you know the the bitter old woman with all the cats start to come out and and just that personality just starts to show because you don't love yourself but again we're supposed to follow Christ we're supposed to follow God right and if he says those two great commandments it's what you have to follow in order to follow him is it not worth trying to love yourself you see this lady named Lady Lou at my church I love her so much I love her so much she says be 1% better every day try to be 1% better right and so as to being 1% better why don't you try to love yourself just 1% better each day just keep adding to those 1% in 100 days you'll be at 100% in a year you'll be over 100% because it's 365 days in a year but you just keep adding to it keep adding to it love yourself as God loves you because in that list of what love is in 1 Corinthians 13 this is how God loves you so I just push you and dare you to try if you have to post the list of what love is on your mirror and read it every day do so if you have to put it as a screensaver on your phone do so if you have to post it every day on your social media do so if you have to read it just on your bible app or in your bible do so highlight it because you need to remind yourself as the enemy tries to take away and distort and pervert what love is you need to remind yourself of the true pure definition of it because so you can love yourself in the same and then once you love yourself in the same you can love everyone else around you it'll start to flow it'll start to flow like oil it'll start to flow like water it's like a well And people don't want dirty water. They don't want dirty oil. God doesn't want dirty water or dirty oil. So why do you keep putting dirt inside your will? Change your perspective of yourself. Don't live in delusion or don't live in distort distortiveness.
You got this. I promise you do. I promise you do. And you're not alone. You're not alone. Because I'm walking right there. In the same. I'm walking right there. But not only are we walking in the same, Christ is walking with us through it. Because he's been here before. He's felt what we have felt. He's been through what we have been through. Though he was a perfect man, he still was human and had flesh. So he's walking right there with you. And letting you know and reminding you consistently. Because this is a faith walk. It's a journey. So we progress every time. And sometimes we fall back. As long as we keep pressing and progressing, he is near. So don't don't fret and don't worry. So um I'm gonna give a little testimony. So I was talking to a friend and you know we were talking about our past and you know how we used to be and our perspectives and how God has changed us and molded us and is still molding us to be um, better women of Christ and stuff like that and so we were talking about the now and we started talking about comparison and it was just crazy because I thought I was the only one going through it right now but she also was too um, just comparing our lives to either others around us or just people we see on social media because we feel like we're not doing enough because God has me in a season of stillness where I just have to be still. Like no matter how hard I try to get my hands onto something or to, to do something that I feel is society worthy, um, he takes it out of my hand and is like, what I tell you, stay still. Let me work some let me work some things out. And so that that's a insecurity of mine outside of beauty standards um is not being able to do enough and you just have to understand that just because others walk seem to look better than yours doesn't mean necessarily that it is better than yours or that you're not doing enough because in your quote-unquote not doing enough may just be enough to God but you see you just have to have that relationship with him and that discernment through him to know if he wants you to to do a certain thing or not because easily you think you're not doing enough and start trying to to do the most can easily get you outside his will so Y'all know I got a scripture. You know I got to come with scripture for everything I talk about because I don't want to lead y'all astray. So we're in 2 Corinthians 10, 12. And it says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. They're not wise, y'all. They're not wise at all. And <clears throat> we want to walk in wisdom. Because if we walk as fools, 
will be led astray each and every time. So, don't compare yourself to anybody. Because they're not you. You're set apart for a reason. You're set apart for a reason. And I have to remind myself that every day. I'm set apart for a reason. I may not have this. I may not be doing this. I may not be doing what I want. But I'm walking in wisdom. And until God moves me or places me in a certain area of my life, I'm going to be still where I'm at. Because that's wisdom right there. You know, I also want to talk about um, looking at yourself in the mirror. And this time I'm talking about the outside of you looking at yourself in the mirror. Seeing your exterior. Um, I'm going to be vulnerable. That is a hard thing for me to do. I don't stare at myself too long. I don't like to look at myself too long because I have an insecurity of my exterior because for so long people have had commentary on my exterior. And when you hear it so much, it starts to combat the the secureness that you already had it starts to break that down and then boom here's insecurity and that insecurity can it blocks me from so many things and it even sometimes blocks me from leading leading like I'm supposed to and and I know that's not of God because he created everyone differently but in the same in the likeness of him but it's hard y'all it's really hard <laughs> it's really really hard and I know uh, some people you know that you know I'm cool with that they have the same problem but God says that we're special we're lovely, we're strong, we're precious, we're precious, we're chosen, we're forgiven, and unique. He calls us all those things in his word. But do we believe it? And that shows us where our God stands in our lives. Because if we hold his word so true... Why, why are we not believing the things he said he already said about us why are we not believing it? why are we choosing to have our ear on what others or society or the world has to say and not our father in heaven who reigns over everything over everyone air and earth he reigns but we choose to listen to things he created (laughs) we listen to the creation but not the creator that's what's crazy to me because I do the same 
I do the same, y'all. But there comes a point in time where we have to sit. We have to reflect. And we have to repent to God and say, sorry, Lord. Not sorry for just feeling this way, but sorry for choosing to to adhere what the others had to say over you. Because I'm letting them block me from my blessings, block me from my relationship with you, block me to do all the things that you need me to pour out on this earth. I'm like, I'm sorry. And in the same, you apologize to yourself. Because you don't deserve, you don't deserve that. You deserve the love of God. So, my prayer for y'all is that y'all, that God allows y'all to take a great look within yourself. And to, to see the root of your insecurity in any area, any level of your life. And that he breaks you down enough to for you to let him uproot and plant a new seed. One of his seeds into you. So yeah, y'all, that's all my little spill for today. I didn't come with y'all with too much. I just want y'all to find beauty within, within yourself, within things that are around you. And of course, within God, I want y'all to find the beauty. And don't just look at the ugliness of everything that's going around you. There's beauty in everything. I watched the rain the other day. And even though it was storming, it was windy, and, you know, it was wetting things up and blowing things around, there was still stillness in the same. I was looking at the trees, and the trees were unmovable. Only the leaves were moving. And that was so beautiful to me because though the rain, the storm was coming down, the tree shall not be moved. So think of yourself as the same, the tree that shall not be moved in the midst of the storm because your foundation, your roots is so in tight and you have good roots <laughs> that you shall not be moved but yeah y'all um that's a lot to say today um so just catch me um the next next wednesday for poem wednesday and next next friday for uh an episode on friday i don't know what we're gonna talk about you but you know god gonna give it to me so but yeah i love y'all i love y'all so much and i thank y'all for listening to my podcast oh and if nobody told you today i love you <laughs>